0: Substitute medical recommendations. Before starting a treatment program, you should consult your physician.
1: T minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, you can 5, share it on uh, 4, Facebook now. 3, now Two,
2: one, zero. Ignition. Lift off. <laughs>
0: Couch. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm getting shot at Dharma guy. Help me out, man. I'm getting shot at here. What's that about? Anyway, uh, hey, everybody. This is the street certified dope doctor here with you from Dope and Dharma. This is the couch live edition of Dope and Dharma here with you each and every Monday at WOKB am on the am dial in orlando florida and of course uh what is it 10 10, 10 10100.7 7. yes 100. that's right and that's 7. that's the dharma guy trinity phillips my partner in here for over 10 years what's up dharma guy
1: it has been that long it's been like almost 13 now i think right he's been, been like a oh really time. all right well, i know it's, I past so. decade, yeah, um, it's past a decade man it yeah it's past like a decade it's past a decade
0: we're getting old. Look at all that. the salt and pepper we both have now. <laughs> oh, dude, when I look at our pictures of uh, when you first joined the show. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, man, we've aged a lot. Age yeah, this, yeah, working together <laughs> as age does, bro. It's like the White House. You know, like when you go in the White House and you just get <laughs> exactly. old? Yeah,
1: man. Uh,
0: It's that kind of stuff. I'm but mostly anyways, salt,
1: not a lot of pepper anymore.
0: Yeah, it's all salt, bro. All salt, no spice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, we got a real special show with you. Of course, uh, before I introduce our guest, uh, Mr. Shaw, man. He's a uh, our producer over there, WOKB. What's up, brother? How you doing? Oh, it's fireworks! Somebody it's the holiday like, season. Oh, it's fireworks, man! Uh, you know, I got PTSD, brother. I mean, I was like, oh. you know. Oh wait, oh,
1: that's right. Yeah, you did. You did. Hold on, my bad. Yeah. Me... There we go.
0: There
1: we go. you remember because he's not an athlete. you know. That, what I mean? Yeah, he's- not. <laughs> an
0: I, I, I was not the athlete. I was the guy that uh, I left my high school due to a shooting, man. Remember? So <laughs> I got PTSD, bro. <laughs> That's how I ended my high school career. That's anyway, uh, got Dr. Pichardo here with us again. Uh, you may remember him, Dr. Pachardo from Telemed Clinics with an X. That's Telemed Clinics with an X. What's up, Dr. Pachardo? All
2: good, all good over here, man. Thank you again.
0: Yeah, well, okay, look at him all, all calm right now. He's he's in vacation mode, Trinity. He's got already he's,
1: already. He's got a short time. Yeah, before <laughs> we even
0: but look, before we even start talking detox, uh Dr. Pachardo, uh, you got one hell of a vacation coming up, brother. Give us just a real, little quick glimpse of, of what you're gonna be doing in for the next month.
2: Uh it's gonna be a busy month. Um uh, cruise is that's how it's gonna start. World cup will be on the cruise, so hopefully my king is there and then and then then will be barcelona valencia madrid for the three three wise kings i want my little girls to see that you know tradition. then sevilla for music festival and then after that coming back to france hang out in france for a little bit and then come back to the u.s and start working again <laughs> all right. that's, that's or, all. or
1: trying to work
0: yeah i, I was going I was to see what you there you go there you go
2: well, well i've we got a busy it.
1: month full of uh going to the to the bathroom to the living room to the mailbox <laughs> going to the grocery store
2: <laughs> i will need a vacation when i come back from that vacation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah you're gonna need a lot of work when
0: you come back from the vacation you know, the sad thing, Trinity, he's spending about as much on that kind of beautiful vacation as I did on mine in Utah and in <laughs> Vegas. And I went to Utah, Vegas, and this guy's going to Madrid and Spain and, you know, Italy and France. And uh, we're spending about the same amount of money. It's crazy. Actually, I think he spent less. I think he spent less. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's better at it, man. He's better at figuring the prices out. Uh, Anyway, so uh, let's all get into it. So detox. I want to talk detox today, guys, um, because you know, here we are in this holiday season and more and more phone calls that we're getting at the office um, are individuals that are wanting to do this all themselves. I mean, it's not that, that people didn't always want to do this themselves, but what I wanted to cover with you, Dr. Pichardo, is I wanted you to help people understand the differences between these different detox, the withdrawals to expect, and, you know, some of the dangers that come along with doing it by yourself. If you don't do it with medical observation and maybe what you're detoxing from that may or definitely requires medical observation. Just want to give some of those, those understandings to the people, because I think a lot of people get their information from uh, the internet or they get it from a friend or they get it from their past history of being able to do it. And just because you were able to do, you know, detox, you know, at 40 years old from alcohol at home safely, doesn't mean at 50 years old, you're in the same boat. So, so you forgot, things like that uh,
1: movies too, by the way. Yeah. yeah before, movies as well. before I met, you guys everything i knew about detox no matter what it right. was you lock yourself in a right. room somewhere and sweat it out
0: that's it the johnny
2: cashman yeah all yeah
0: and 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 before we continue marissa on facebook live because that's one of the ways you could be watching the show right now is on facebook live
1: right trinity yes sir you can watch it on uh, facebook live under uh dope and dharma and if it gives you a hard time because our name is dope and dharma you can find it directly at facebook.com slash wpsn 99 right.
0: Right. And of course on YouTube Live and blah blah blah. Oh, yes, yeah,
1: sir. Whatever. All in a dopendona. Find and us. Marissa
0: looks like she's going to Arizona like I was I just came back from Arizona and she's going to the Grand Canyon. I didn't go to the Grand Canyon, but uh, definitely went to Arizona. Uh Marissa, just don't get clo- too close to that edge. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know if you got four by four wheels on that on that wheelchair, but uh you better be safe with that thing. <laughs> you know, you, I don't know about that. That that, that, that cliff is di- steep. That cliff is real steep. You think? Yeah, just a little bit. And, of course, uh, she's mentioning the Now Matters More Foundation golf event. Uh, we don't have the date set yet, but it will be in April. Uh, so uh, we'll get that uh, to you soon so you can plan right that accordingly. And that will be in the Central Florida area. All right, so, Dr. Pichardo, first of all, let's define the term detox. Everybody uses that, and it's an actual medical term, but, you know, so we've shortened it, right? But, but, But what is, when people say detox, what are we talking about?
2: So first, we have to have a, a dependency. We have to have a physical dependence to a substance before we can even go to detoxification. Okay. So so basically, is in lame terms, somebody coming off a specific substance, having symptoms of withdrawal of that specific substance, and depending on the specific substance and depending on specific receptors that is affected, you're going to have specific symptoms according to that substance that they have developed a dependency towards it. And that is detoxification. When detoxification happens, you have a bunch of symptoms um, according to the specific substance and, and it's a whole process uh, to that person. And then it's completely free of sy- symptoms. And then that is the mm-hmm. end of the detoxification or the withdrawal process.
0: So, so you bring up a good point, the physical dependency now, and one good way to know if you're physically dependent Is that if you haven't been using it and you're feeling some sort of way, whatever that may be, because every substance does it a little bit different and you use the substance and all those symptoms go away, that's a good way to know that you're physically dependent. That if all the symptoms go away because you used the substance, that's a a, a pretty good indicator. So let's let's break it down. Let's start with alcohol. So, first of all, one of the myths are that you have to be an old person to get withdrawals. So does age truly matter when it comes to physical dependence and withdrawal symptoms for
2: alcohol? It matters in the severity of the detoxification process. Okay? And this is why it matters. You know, maybe we can have, remember when we're dealing with alcohol, we're dealing with, with our liver and two specific neuro, neurotransmitters, mm-hmm. which is the GABA receptors and the glutamate receptors. So what happens is, and, and there are phenomenons. There are phenomenons on and on, on the withdrawal process, okay? So, so when we come and we get and we look at somebody, we look at age, how long have they been using, how, how much they've been using, what is, what is the, the length of time that they end up having withdrawal symptoms or start feeling weird from the last drink, mm-hmm. Okay. the the more severe you know somebody that tells you I get up in the middle of the night to get a drink because I cannot go back to sleep once I get my drink I can go get back to sleep and then I wake up three, two hour, three hours later I get a drink and then I go back to sleep so now we know that that person is basically has a window of two to three hours before they're going to withdraw okay? okay other other factors is you know this patient had any kind of uh, seizures and withdrawals. This is alcohol, any seizures, uh, um, going into what is called DTs, having any psychotic symptoms, hearing voices, seeing things, feeling things crawling on their skins. So, so, so basically, when you look at all those variables, you have somebody that has been using alcohol for a couple of years, has developed the dependency, has developed high tolerance towards it, and this is their first their first uh withdrawals you know the first detox maybe that person is not won't have that bad of a detox okay but now you have a person that has had a couple of detox and according to a phenomenon it shows that the more detox you have the worse it becomes mm. as you go forward it's like you have certain certain amount of alcohol detox uh, in your lifetime so that means that the next one will be worse and the following one and the following one and the following one so so then now you're at risk of seizures you know psychosis which is loss of touch of reality you know you're seeing things you're hearing hearing things you're, you're completely disorganized in your behaviors um and you know uh blood pressure is to the sky heart rate now, now you get getting into some real medical uh situation that 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 if you get into that which is called delirium tremors even in the best Hospitals in the United States, it has a mortality rate of 10%, meaning that people do die mm. from it. And that—and that's one of the big problems because, as you know, a lot of our clients, they always minimize. They don't tell us straight out how much they're drinking. Right. They come and they tell you, oh, no, I'm just drinking, you know, a pint or, you know, a handle. Uh, no, I didn't have no problems a before. A few beers. A few beers. I had no problem before. And then, and then you're, you're completely blind and then you, and you come and you started this process and then suddenly this guy comes and goes, you know, has this incredible, uh, withdrawal symptoms and start having seizures and gets, getting psychotic. And then now, now you're out of control, no matter how much you're medicated, you're behind. Um, and, and, and then some of them end up dying. So. So basically that is why, you know, and, and when you look at the detox and like the way that we do detox compared to different facilities, is is the style of the physician. And that that is why it is important to know what are how long that person is, you know, we're looking at age. We're looking at chronicity. We're looking at tolerance. We're looking at how many times that person is being detox. We're looking at if this patient had any seizures in the past. We we looking at if this have gotten into any DTs or have hallucinations detoxing. We have to look what is the baseline because that's one of the other one of the other um, issues with detoxification, especially in a facility that are not well uh, versed. You know, they're waiting for the patient to get into block hole level and zero before they can even start the detox process. And sometimes a block alcohol level, uh, level of zero, for me, it will be zero. But for somebody that has a tolerance of 400, blood alcohol level of 400, zero will be probably 200. That will be their zero. That's their new baseline. So you don't, you don't wait until they get into zero. You start detoxification process once they're already in a blood alcohol level of 200 because they already started to withdraw because their zero is 200. Oh. You know, and that is one of the biggest ever. And then what happens is now we're chasing. Now we're, now we're going after this guy because this person is having, having withdrawal symptoms. So now we're behind in medication. Now we have to get in front of him on meds. Uh, and, so, and, that's, and that's the problem. Now we're chasing. Now this person is having all the symptoms that should have not been there if we would have known this in the, in, from the get-go. So, so that's one of one the issues. The other issue is, you know, is age. There's certain medications that we don't want to use for specific age you know, because of clearance. The other problem is medical uh, comorbidities, medical mobility. You have patients that have other medical issues that we have to know because we have to design, and that's one of the, one of the problems with a lot of the detox places, facility. they don't know how to real tailor a detox uh, treatment to an individual patient. You know, a lot of of the places, they just go there and they just apply same protocol here, same protocol. Right. But everybody has a different. You have to tailor to the to the to the patient itself, depending on how that patient is presenting, uh, and and what the medical issues that it has. Uh, female the same way. Female develop tolerance really fast. They 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 get really, and they do have very severe withdrawal compared to men. You know, and even they're drinking less, but they they develop a higher tolerance and, and even worse um, um, detoxification process compared to men. Hmm. So. T-
0: no, I was going to say, we're, we're talking to uh, Dr. Nelson Pichardo. He's an addictionologist with telemed clinics with an ex and board certified psychiatrist. And we're talking about detox with alcohol. Uh, at this moment, we're going to be talking about other substances, but right now we're talking about detox of alcohol. If you just joined us, uh, in, in Dr. Bichardo with, with alcohol though, there's a lot of people, I know you're mentioning, uh, you know, facilities, but there's a lot of people that, that might be listening right now that are just are being told, you know, you got to stop drinking for the holidays. You know, just promise me you'll stop drinking. And, and so that's what they're trying to do. They're, they're, they're sitting in their home right now and, and they're just trying to not drink because that's what they promised that they would do. Now they didn't even think about going to the doctor. They might not even have been to the doctor to even see how their heart is going. They don't probably haven't done blood work in a really long time. They probably have, haven't checked their liver enzymes in years and years and years. What do you say to those people at home right now that are being told? They're, I mean, they're, they're, they're being asked to promise to not drink for Christmas.
2: One other thing that's always my patients is you have to be sincere to yourself. That, that's that's you have to be sincere to yourself. You know, that, that is basics. You know, you have to be sincere. You know, a lot. You know, after COVID, it, this new style came about. I, you know, there you know other substances I, I can say, okay, yeah, sure, we can. You probably we can we can manage as an outpatient.
0: Right. Right.
2: But but the with alcohol or any benzodiazepines, barbiturates, which fall in the same fa- family, the same receptors, those are dangerous to detox from. So and that is just somebody that is just a pure alcohol, pure. Oh, well, I don't do, but you know, alcohol and cocaine comes together.
0: A lot of times, yeah.
2: yeah. Cocaine is another substance that's produced from cocaine and alcohol. And, and so a lot of everybody, somebody they're drinking, they're, they're, they're using coke. So it comes, it comes together. So, so, some, so, so those processes are a little even more, comp- more complex. So when you're detoxing from home, you know, and without, when, when you're detoxing, example, when you're detoxing from a facility, we're using scales, we're getting vitals, we're looking at the specifics, especially alcohol, it's What scales. So we're mm-hmm. looking at different scales. You know, we're seeing how you react reacting, your blood pressure, you know, any temperature, heart rate, um, any pallo erection, are you sweating? Are you shaky? Any tremors? You know, do you feel things crawling in your skin? We're asking those questions constantly and then we're grading you on that scale. We're putting a number behind. Right. You know and then now we know where you are if you're scoring high on that scale then we know that we have to we have to advance our treatment we have to give you meds fast to bring you down i like to keep, keep people below eight on my on my single skill so when you're doing outpatient you don't have you don't have that you don't have that ability you don't first you don't have the ability second you don't you don't have those resources and also you don't have the skills and the knowledge to understand what is happening so what you're doing is you're gonna end up killing yourself and depending how much you're drinking and, and how how what kind of tolerance you have and whatever medical comorbidity you have, um and, and alcohol kills you. Any other substance doesn't kill you. Alcohol kills you. So so for me, my advice is keep drinking, keep drinking. Forget it. If you're not going to get no no, no honestly. I'm sincere. No, no, no. I no. I you agree know.
0: with you. I agree with you. I just said I if you just I, take
2: that clip alone, <laughs> yeah. that, keep, drinking. Not, you know, yeah. keep yeah. drinking. Keep drinking. <laughs> keep drinking until you get yourself to some place where, where you awesome. have professionals that are going to detox you. And not everybody's right. going to detox you the right way. You also have to be very careful where you're going to detox because that's the problem is if you detox in a place that you have a bad experience, and then when you relapse, which is going to happen because We know that part of recovery is relapse. Now you have PTSD from the damn place that you ended up detoxing in the first place. So then now you don't wanna even go to that place no more. So now you're drinking more because now you basically are afraid of the detox process because you had a bad experience. Hmm. So my my advice is continue to drink. If you wanna really commit to recovery, commit to be sober and then find a place, find somebody that can detox you, get back, get into the community, get into residential program, long-term PHP, you know, and then, you know, commit to that whole process. Because that's the other problem is that people come and they detox. Detox is the beginning. Detox is step one. Detox means zero. Like for me, if you're going to just detox, then don't do it. Just keep drinking. You detox, your job is now to not relapse because like what I said, every single time that you're detoxing, it's going to become worse and worse and worse. So you got to make sure that when you commit, you really commit that you're going to go to the whole system. You're going to do, you're going to detox. You're going to go to your residential. You're going to do at least your 21 days. You're going to, you're, you're going to be in your AA and you're going to be able to, to do all the nine yards because that is going to give you the skills to help you not end up relapsing again and going back to stage one because that's what happens to the majority of the cases they go they think that oh you know i have this alcohol problem with a bunch of psychosocial stressors i had a reason for none of those stressors i'm going to detox and life is going to be great they go back home to the real world boom two days later they're and they're back in square one now with less money in the pocket
1: mm. you know i uh r- real quick about what you were saying earlier back to the keep drinking part right that was i'll never forget that so when i was i don't know early on and the now i more foundation and uh I, w- I was in my first like intake i guess if you want to call it that application process meeting um and you had somebody in there and we were interviewing this person to see if they would uh get a scholarship from us at that time right and uh we agreed and said yes uh and they were we we're going to take them a- I think in like a day or two or something and I'll I'll never forget. This is my first one. I didn't know anything about this stuff. I was still like, you know, in my infancy as far as understanding any of this. And, and you told the person to keep drinking, you told him like, look, whatever it was, you know, however much it is, try to stick with the same amount until we can get you in there, Whatever. And at the time, I played it cool, but in my head, I'm thinking, what? Like, like, (laughs) What did Louis just tell him? (laughs) Yeah, for real. Like, I didn't really understand what was happening here. And that's That's why I asked you afterwards. I don't know if you remember the situation or not, but um, (laughs) I came up to you afterwards. I was like, uh, why why did you tell him that, right? Because once again, you know, now I'm fully aware that there's different types of things that you're detoxing from, and there's different uh, uh, worries for each one but at the time once again all i knew was what you see on the movies and so all i knew is no matter what substance right. it is alcohol benzo doesn't matter right. just you, somebody somebody comes and locks you in a room ties you to a bedpost and like you know gives you a bucket to throw up in and then right. like leave you alone for a couple days you know right. and then somebody else that stands outside the door is like oh they're detoxing or whatever you know that's all i knew and so for you to tell the person to keep drinking i was like what and i don't Damn. think a lot of people know that like if you're not in this world I really don't think you know that.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, what Dr. Pichardo is, right, is saying is right, is right Trinity. Is, is the problem is, is that we get in this situation where we make promises, right? So when you're, when you're out there and you're drinking, like there's people out there listening right now, they know exactly what we're talking about. They're, they're, they're drinking. They get in trouble. Maybe they didn't show up to Thanksgiving. So now the family's gone. don't you dare screw up Christmas. My mother's coming <laughs> on Christmas. Uh, if you do the same thing you did at Thanksgiving, we're done. You know, you might as well go find another place to live or what. And so you, you, you make your promises. You go, all right, all right, all right. I, I won't drink. I'll, I'll do better. you do whatever you got to do. Say whatever you got to say. But what you're not realizing, what either party is not realizing, is that you're setting up a very dangerous situation. So to say keep drinking is, 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 is weird to hear because um, in order for, for us or the Dr. Pachardos of the world to be able to do their job, They need you alive coming into that door like you can't be coming in the emergency room dead. You got to be coming in the emergency room or into a clinic or into a treatment center alive and about to go in withdrawals. Then as you go in withdrawals, then they can start helping you out with medication. You know, that's actually a necessity uh, to get you on medication. But but if you have a seizure, if you stroke out, uh, who, who we can't treat you. You know what I mean. At that point, you become a, a, a different kind of patient for a different kind of physician, uh, and unfortunately, it, it, it's not a good scenario. So, so anyway, before we continue, Doctor Pachard, we're talking to Doctor Pachard from Telemed Clinics with an X. Um, he's a board-certified psychiatrist and addictionologist in the state of Florida. Uh, the phone numbers uh, for Telemed Clinics. If you want a little bit more information, pass what we're given is three two one two zero nine forty forty that's three two one two zero nine forty forty we'll be giving that number throughout the program if you're one of these individuals right now listening and and your family member is either saying you you gotta not be drinking for christmas or if you're the family member and you're going what are you talking about no i i want he he's quit drinking before he can quit drinking again no please call the number um you know and get connected with a professional to see if you're in a safe situation or not because uh though what is worse Then your loved one, friend or family member drinking on Christmas is your friend, loved one or family member dying on Christmas because of of uh, of not going through the withdrawals of alcohol very well. And Dr. Pichardo is 100 percent right. Don, you know, the other some other things that you may detox of, you'll feel like dying, but with alcohol, you can die. Uh, And also benzos. You mentioned benzos. So let's talk about benzos, because when you say that, I mean, you know, what benzos are. I know what benzos are. Trinity knows what benzos are. But give us what's the most common benzodiazepines that are that are prescribed and which ones are the ones that we're talking about that you just don't immediately quit. So let's move from alcohol to benzos.
2: The one that I that I have an issue with a lot of physicians today is Xanax. Yeah. So so benzodiazepines is a family of. of sedatives that um, mm-hmm. and they all they all they, they work in the same receptors, same receptors, alcohol. That's why we use them for alcohol. Right. But what makes them different is the half-life, how long they last in your system and how fast they get in your system. Right. So Xanax is the number one. Yeah. Xanax is an amazing medication, especially with people who have panic disorders or panic attacks. It works mm-hmm. really fast. It goes in really fast, but it comes out really fast. Right. But that rush, any, any substance as a concept, as a mm-hmm. concept, any substance that gets to your brain fast it's going to develop dependency because you get a good rush out of it. That is, is, it is actually what makes you, um, one more of that drug, especially, you know, when you're hitting the limbic system that this is the reward system. So the yeah. faster, you know, so, so an example, if I smoke Sanax, definitely it's going to, it's going to hook me up faster than if I just inhale Xanax or, or, I, Take a pill of cyanide, as an example, right. because how fast it gets to the brain. So because Xanax <laughs> yeah. goes so fast and it gives you this nice, a nice high, this nice rush, a nice dopamine rush into the limbic system, definitely you become more dependent on it
0: right.
2: really fast. And then now, now you develop tolerance, meaning now you need more and more and more to get that nice little rush. Right. So as you develop tolerance, you develop your physical dependency, and then now we have a problem. So then what happens is now... And this is this is the most common presentation, which is funny to me because a lot of doctors don't pick this up. You know, you can see the history. Patient has some Sanax, two bars, whatever, you know, for four times a day for so many years. And then they come and they go, Oh, the patient has anxiety. (laughs) Of course. And I am like, okay. Yeah. And the anxiety is getting worse. So and I'm like, it's not, it's not anxiety. He's just withdrawing from the Sanax. That's right. That's why they have to keep popping the pills over and over because now they only they only can have maybe an hour before they can pop another pill. Now they're going to start going into withdrawal. Right. Now they have now they have excess symptoms of anxiety, supposedly. But now they're, yeah. they're withdrawing. So Xanax is number one.
0: Right.
2: And then then you got the other. Bed. Well, so well, let, let's
0: see. let's not let's not move on from there for a second, yeah. because when you say Xanax now, so there's people at home right now and and immediately like now you start. First, you you started talking about their alcohol. They didn't want you touching their beers and whiskey. And now you want to touch on their their Xanax. And they're like, wait a minute now. I don't use it that often. I only use it when I feel like I need to. And it works. And and like most great drugs, it works. Of course it it does. You know, it it does what it does. That's why it's popular. That's why people love it. You know, uh, I've told my kids that from, from when they were babies. And my wife used to question my methods and, and, and I started off with the problem with drugs is because they work initially or they feel really good. If, if they didn't feel good or, or, or work initially, nobody would use it. Like if if you would only get sick or throw up or have all the negative stuff first, you would never use it again. But the reason you like it is because you liked it. It did something good for you initially. And so so Xanax is one of these pills these drugs that a lot of people really like. And the other trick with it, Dr. Pachardo is that it's got a little milligram number, right? So like when you compare it to like hydrocodone or other drugs out there where you're talking, you know, 20, 40, 60, 80 milligrams, and then you look at the little Xanax and it's like a, a half or one or two milligrams. I mean, it, it seems small, right? But it's not, because what you're saying is it's a fast acting. It's hard and fast and very immediate, which is what those of you out there that are taking, that's what you wanted. You wanted something fast. You wanted something now. You didn't want to wait, and that's why you tend to get drawn to Xanax compared to now the other benzos that you were about to mention, like?
2: Um, different, you know, more long-acting. And the thing with Xanax, it has very good affinity to receptors, so it does hit those receptors really strong. Right. So so then the other ones, you know, like, uh, you know, Ativan, um, Clonopin, um, pan mm-hmm. Volume Librium. Those guys, Volume Librium. You know, those are the guys. Those are the the, the saviors right there. But right. people don't people don't like them because <laughs> because they're not get, they're not getting that rush because everything is about the rush and this is right. what makes Sanex. sanax um, you know, they, there are people there. that are not Sanex, and they, you know, for me, that you know, I have not prescribed Sanex in whew, since I don't know. I I, I do not prescribe Sanex right on uh, at all. Uh, but, uh, there are physicians there they pick up a Santa and, th- and this also, there are patients there that are very responsible mm-hmm. and they take it when they have a panic attack and they know how to manage it. And that's what I say. The first thing is, uh, you have to be sincere with yourself. Do you have a problem? Is it this affecting your life? Are you mm-hmm. popping Sanax every single time that you have a bad day or you have a good day or, mm-hmm. or you don't know how your day is going to be? Are you looking for any excuse just to pop up Sanax? Then now we know that you are having probably a little problem. Now you're running out of Xanax before your next appointment. Then maybe you start having a problem. And now you start having some withdrawal symptom, shakiness, and some panic, and your chest is, is is racing. Your heart is racing. You feel like you're gonna die. Maybe you start having a, a problem. You know that is when. So you have to be sincere with yourself. Right. So the the thing with Xanax is that Xanax is to get Xanax out of your system. It is difficult especially Mm. especially if you've been on it for such a long time Mm. i have a i have a case of an older lady that she's been in santa for almost 30 years and she and she has she has multiple other issues as well you know underlying issues and finally her daughter convinced her that she has a problem with santa and no no nobody's prescribing santa to this lady Right. I have her on a on a six month Sanax taper. Wow, six months. because benzos are you, you go to places to detox from benzo and they can do a fast detox. But when you have people who have l- alone, they've been using benzo for a very right. long time, and, and you know, and they want a, a, the service, they want a gentle right. detox because det- right. all detox are different you know some people pay a lot of money to have a nice smooth um detoxification process some other people they just go to any place and three four days they're they're detox and you know good luck with you but you know so it depends on so benzos for me benzos i like to detox them very gently very slow very right. long because of the risk that it has with it and 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 trying to address all the other factors so sanix is a very difficult uh benzo to get out and Mm. then the trick is basically is to try to start changing them into a long acting benzo okay okay but they don't like the long acting because they're not getting the rush that they were getting from the Sanax. they're not getting that high but the long acting works nice and slow and keeps you nice and balanced but you're not going to get a high and that's and that's the problem because remember even people understand that they have a problem with the substance and they and they don't want it and I, they want to get out, but they still want that high. Yeah. You, you you want that high, yeah. you know. And then that's what we have to work with.
0: And 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 it, and if you're out there and you're thinking you don't want the high, well, you at least don't want the discomfort. And so you may not admit or or say that you want the high, but what you can for sure say is that you don't want the discomfort. You know, because who does? Who wants discomfort, right? I mean, if I could feel better. And I feel like it's relatively harmless. I did did it a thousand times before and everything was okay. And I'd be fine if she would just shut up and leave me alone about it. Um, Why wouldn't you want to keep using it? If you just don't connect that your life problems and your relationship issues are anywhere linked with your using, you're not going to take a look at it. You know, you're going to defend it. You're, you're, you're going to feel like, look, I've been doing this before you. You knew what I was doing before you. And the only reason you're saying it is because, you know, you're mad at me about blah, blah, blah. And now you're using that against me, you know, and you get in these these ridiculous fights and arguments. And, and we see it all the time. Trinity, it looks like you were going to say something.
1: No, I'm just listening, trying to uh, understand because some of the stuff, obviously, I, a little bit out of my uh, okay. my uh, my pay grade here. So, okay, <laughs> well, what? Uh, my, go ahead
2: with, with what Louis said I, I, and I just want to bring this also because I like I, I, I want to reinforce that detoxification is just the beginning of the journey and, and, and that's In very it. important right you know and, and, and with right. addiction just to come back to, to addiction are the factors, remember addiction goes into genetic components right s- psychological mm-hmm. social okay. And actual the the substance itself that is affected. Each substance has a different hold on you. So that is why detox is the first process, because you have to put all this wraparound service around you to be able to get you through. Because you can detox today, I can detox you in you know five, seven days, but you know, my goal is for you not to relapse and to address all these other factors that are around you. So you don't go back to, 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 you know, to stay to step one. Mm -hmm. So, so that's, that's one of the most important thing is with people to understand that if you're going to go into, you know, detoxification, if you want to detox, you have to consider that it's just the beginning step and you need this other service around. That's why detoxing from home, a part that is dangerous. You're not getting the support that you need to be able to overcome because once you're out of the substance. Right then now all the monsters come out. All the monsters that you have suppressed, they'll come out. Yeah. Because, you know, when you, when you look genetics, you cannot change.
0: Yeah. You cannot
2: change it. You, the only thing that genetic tells you is that most likely you're going to have a more difficult time than others that don't have a genetic component. Yeah. You know, psychological component, maybe you have a anxiety, depression, yeah. you know, maybe you're bipolar, but you have a lot of si- social stressors. Social, is that's how we started. You know, people, places and things, we're hanging out with this guy that likes to, that likes to, you know, to, to, you know to use meth and now i'm using meth because that's what is going on and you know and but and then the suck in itself. but uh but that is the most important thing is what is what is affecting you because once you yeah. stop and now you're detoxing now your mind is clear and now you're open then now you have to address those demons that are going to come at you Amen. and that's why you need those those wraparound services around you because if not you're just gonna you wasted your time and then you put your life in danger Amen. for nothing
0: And you you know what? It appears that the only time we want to admit that genetics play a factor is when we're talking about our body type or our looks. We have no problem saying you look like your mother, your father, whatever like that. But when it comes to like any bad stuff, you know, like a disease or illness like addiction, you want to stay far from it and believe like that that can't happen to you. You know, well, you, you know what, maybe you didn't think you were going to be five, four either, but you are, you know, <laughs> you know, so, so, so these things can happen to you, you know, it, you know, it, it's just the way it is now. All right. So let's move on to like, uh, by the way, we're talking to Dr. Nelson Pachardo from telemed clinics with an X and their phone number is 321-209-4040. If you think you need help with any of this stuff, that's, uh, the numbers right there on the screen, 321-209-4040. Um, Doctor Pachardo, let's get into the 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 speedy stuff—the stuff that I used to like, cocaine, and of course we'll throw meth in there too. Because I didn't—I didn't like it. back then. It was just cranking. I yeah, I didn't like it. But uh, cocaine, and meth, things like that—speed, the, the the speed demons. What's going on with that?
2: So the detail. This is now. Now we come into the into the ones that are a little bit benign. You know. So right. I, I'm not any stimulant, definitely, you know, when you get, when you're in, 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 the intoxic- in the intoxication process of the, of the substance, and then there's a different story, you know, right. with all the other, you know, um, uh, autonomous you know, if you're struggling with heart conditions or anything like that, and then you put yourself in danger, right. But from, from a withdrawal and detoxification process, what is the most, the most, the most, the most, uh, problem with with that process is when your brain okay so let me just give this concept but people can understand this important thing so the main guy is dopamine this is our guy this is the guy that is going to give us basically the high that we need but it's going to work in a specific part of the brain that is the most primitive part that deals with primitive behavior gratification the reward system which is what gives us the reward you know the reward system is designed for us to repeat behaviors. Yes. Okay, to repeat. So sex, good food, all those things work there. Okay. What happens is when you qualify, when you qualify different substance, you know, like the best sex in the world, will give you an example, a dopamine rush of 150 compared to crystal meth will give you a dopamine rush of 1500. So that's why they overtake, Ooh. they overtake. Now, when you go back to Ooh. sex, you go, Shit, I only get 150, but meth was giving me 1,500, you know? Like, that's why people have orgasm when they're, when they're intoxicated with meth. They'll tell you, you know? So, so, so that's the problem that we have. So then what happens is once the brain is used to that 1,500 or that 1,800, and cocaine is around 650, around there, when your dopamine rush into that limbic system is around there, and you stop, what? It's like you have little, I, I call it like little barrels. So every time you get a a hit, you're emptying those barrels. What happens is those barrels Mm. have to fill up and then you empty them and they have to fill up. So what happens when you stop the substance, those barrels are not filling up as fast. So then what happens is you're crashing down and now you're horrible. You are depressed. You cannot manage. You cannot concentrate. You cannot focus. You cannot do anything. And because of that horrible feeling is why you end up relapsing. Mm. That's why people relapse around the third to the fourth week is when those dopamine receptors and and, and production starts coming back. So that's why the majority of the people who are withdrawing from any, you know, meth or any stimulant, they end up relapsing around week three. That's when they relapse because it's just, it's just horrible. That is why from us, from a provider perspective, from addiction, that's why we we give them something to replace that dopamine that's why we're uh-huh. using that's why we're using all this you know like an example of bupropion or a little retalin. you know we're just changing what is called harm reduction we're just right. changing the substance to something that is going to give you a little bit of that dopamine brush that you need so you don't feel that horrible right. so you end up being able so your body end up giving it time to your body to be able to produce dopamine and help you at least through that that the hump that is around you know, third week to the fourth week. After that, things start getting better and better and better. You know, a couple of months in, now your 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 neurotransmitters are balancing back again, they're functioning. And then things of life you start enjoying again. That is that is why at that time, you know, that's why a lot of people realize because even you know they go and they they do things that they enjoyed before and they right. don't feel nothing on it. Right. They got so used to have that incredible uh, uh, rush, you know? That
0: that was the hardest part, to be honest with you, Dr. Pachardo, The hard part is that there's so many of you out there listening that you know darn well that, you know, you want to enjoy time with your kids. You want to enjoy time with your family. You want to enjoy the sport you used to enjoy. You want to enjoy music the way you used to be. But then when you get too deep with any kind of stimulant, and this can include, like even he said, over the over counters like Ritalin or Adderall, things like that, it can include those when those are no longer enjoyable. Like it's like, it's like listening to uh, here. Here's my example. It's like trying to listen to, let's say, uh, what's, what's something I don't like. What's a music artist. I don't like Dime I'm a guy. What's a music Justin artist. Bieber, I might make fun. of? All right. So it's like trying to listen to Justin Bieber on full volume at 10. Right. And then, and then I'm trying to listen, uh, to something I really love to hear. Like, uh, you know, Eric being Rakim at a two. So I, I can't be a microphone fiend on two. And then I don't even know a song that Justin Bieber did on, on 10. You know what I mean? It, it's a, it doesn't work. You want to turn up the volume on something that you love, not turn down the volume on something you love, but that's how your life starts being when you're around your family, when you're not using, when you're, you know, you're at church, when you, you're supposed to be enjoying Thanksgiving or Christmas, but you're not using your cocaine or something. You're, you're not, Enjoying it, And you tend to blame them. You guys just don't make me feel good. I just don't like being home. This is just boring to me. And then when you go out with your boys and you, you turn it up with a little powder and a little cocaine or some meth or some Adderall or some really you you enjoy it more. So you tend to give all the credit to what you're doing rather than the substance. And when it really is the substance, your amygdala has shrunken down. Your dope means you, you don't have the, the reward. You have reward deficiency syndrome instead of, the, you know, proper reward. Pleasure pathway. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what Dr. Pachardo, Dr. Nelson Pachardo, uh, addictionologist, psychiatrist, board certified psychologist from uh, Telemed Clinics, is explaining uh, today. Now, let's talk about. You know, we don't have much time, but I do want to talk about marijuana um, <laughs> because there there is a some differences that happen, especially with today's high potency marijuana compared. To just stopping completely. So at least, let's at least talk about it because. Uh, you know, we can't dismiss one of the most used substances on the planet, right? So we have to at least talk about, it. is there a detoxification or withdrawals that, that people may get from marijuana?
2: There, There is, believe it or not, I, that was something for me to, that was difficult for me to uh, understand, you know, being from the 80s and, yeah, me too. you know, and uh, heavy duty, heavy metal guy and, you know, and then now the world have changed and, you know, Marijuana is out there like, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, it soon will be, you know, completely, you know, legalized. Uh, they, you do, you know, the old marijuana symptomatology that is, you find in every single book is the motivation syndrome. And, and I remember I had like a lot of my friends, they're still stuck in the same apartment, in the same house and listen to the same music that we listened back in 83, you know. Uh, don't have a driver's license. It's just, you know, they just smoke weed all day long. Uh, that was the that was the recognizable thing that we knew, the motivation syndrome. But now, right. with all these different strains of cannabis that we have out there, and it depends, I'm seeing so many different uh, withdrawal symptomatology. I'm seeing people crashing, uh, completely depressed. I'm seeing all the cases of people having just incredible anxiety attack uh, uh, from 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 cannabis withdrawal. Uh, which which is, is which is, is weird to me to because for me always kind of it was you know you smoke weed, you stop smoking, and and remember that what was the, the thing with weed? It was always the 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 gateway, you know, the you, you start with weed and then you move into the higher, right. you know, and this is right. what the gateway drug and all this kind of stuff. But in reality, and it doesn't have no side effect, but in reality, you know, only thing you remember, the munchies and you know, make sure that your fingers are not yellow, you know, so they don't put you over the cuffs and you have to crashing in the concrete, you know, um, uh, but, um, uh, <laughs> nice sorry, I did that, yeah, so, I hear you. Yeah. So, you. so, so, um, but yeah, but now right now they do, I, I'm seeing people crashing completely, feeling completely depressed. And when I go yeah. back, when I do my history and I'm seeing that the only substance they've been using is, 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 is cannabis. And this is, that's why it goes back into, into genetics and the, into that part of genetics and psychological component supposedly there are there are research and studies there that cannabis does open up certain uh, activate certain um uh, yeah. chromosomes certain colons you know which some people do become psychotic and people some people do become schizophrenics believe it yeah. or not um, and and but also we have to look at people who are struggling with anxiety depression trauma and a lot so when you when they stop you know now you have a lot of this anxiety that comes back and it comes back even more aggressive than it was before right. and a lot of the trauma that was being suppressed comes back just like alcohol that when you you take out that break it just uh, comes back but there is there is uh withdrawal symptom not something compared to alcohol benzo, anything that's going to kill you right but, but 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 you do have withdrawal from cannabis yeah mine was
0: Um, sleep and 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 hunger like like i it was harder to eat and it was harder to sleep uh initially and and i was and i just felt blah like yeah it it was hard to to care about anything it was just like everything was kind of boring tv movies activities it was like okay
2: and, and talking about that and that's what i wanted to mention also when when That part of bringing back your body to enjoy things—you have to go back to the basic things that made you, that you knew that made you happy. To start training your brain again to feel joy in certain things. I gotta suck my Uh, thumb again. Is that what you're saying? Hey, 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 if that's if that's something (laughs) you like to do, I don't know, man. That's some weird stuff there. (laughs) <laughs> right. that, that oral that's an oral phase from freud so i don't know man we need to we need to explore that later oh, on man that's, that's funny
0: that's funny that's, so that's listen sweet. we we can't so- do that on wokb right, listen, brother we're on wokb listen, today so we have
2: to okay so we, we cannot forget about heroin and kratom yeah and let's do let's,
0: let's let's do that all right
2: so, so 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 heroin heroin is you know we know heroin opioids Right. Very different from benzoyl, opioid, painkillers, going from, you know, be- beginning from morphine all the way to all the synthetics, um, you know, oxys and purposes and all the nice guys and our new uh, friend out there that has been in every single gas station in Florida, Kratom. Yeah, brother. So, uh, oh, and, and another one that that I don't know. No, other one I should I don't know if I should tell people about that, which is Imodium at high doses. Gives you uh, opioid effect as well. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh, let's not tell them that today. Yeah, let's not tell them that group. And we I only you, have four minutes. Yeah, you have very a lot of concentration. Okay, so so <laughs> so um so definitely with opioid definitely that's the one that's the, that's the one dharma you know that's the one that old school we used to do we'll push in the room especially you know if it's in the jail cell um here's a bucket here's some water. You're gonna cramp. You're gonna you're gonna feel your body's breaking. Your bones are breaking. You're gonna have cramps everywhere. You're gonna be shitting on yourself. Uh, but you're not gonna die, right? And, and 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 the and we wanted that. that. The mentality back then was we wanted that because we wanted you to feel it, right? How bad it was. Yeah. So because it created a layer for you to not end up relapsing because it remind you that you don't want to be in that position again.
0: Yeah, we thought. We thought. We thought. What we it actually thought. did is made people not quit again. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> but that's how that that was the mentality back then. So right. now, now we have you know now we have other guys. Now we have you know we have our methadone. There was the old school uh, guys that helped a lot, saved a lot of lives, still right. does. But right. you know it's been federally regulated, so now you have methadone right. clinics. Right. Um, but then the, our new guy with the boxing and you know which is the the one that we're using Cebutec, a buprenorphine. Right. That is what right. we're using. Um, that is helping a lot of people coming out from opioids a little bit more gentle. But, you know, I, f- I forgot, I didn't mention fentanyl, which is the big one out there. You right. know, so a fentanyl. And so those are the big ones there. Right. Uh, fentanyl is tricky. So that's what I, I, very important with, with, I know we have a little minute, but fentanyl, I want to warn people with fentanyl. Heroin, we were able, depending on how good the heroin was and how much it was cut, we were able to measure it. And we know who was dealing certain amount of heroin and how, strong there was, and we were able to, fentanyl, we don't know what we're getting. So you can get a little, and it's super potent, and get a lot not potent, and then that makes it very, diff- very difficult to measure, and that's why a lot of people are overdosing and, and, and dying from fentanyl, because we, you know, they, they're shooting it up, they're injecting it, and we have no idea what is the potency, because we know mm-hmm. it's coming from everywhere. But the, the detoxification is the same process, you know, we, right now we're using um, buprenorphine, we use clonidine, but definitely opioid withdrawal will not kill you at least you know it's horrible you feel like you're dying yeah. but it does not kill you Amen so
0: but using will and that's why you gotta call someone like Dr. Pachardo at Telemed Clinics with an X that's 321-209-4040 321-209-4040 we're out of time today people uh, Dr. Pachardo, final words
2: you'll stay safe out there everybody you know the Christmas now the holidays if you know, you want to help, just, 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 just reach out, reach out to our clinic. Uh, we can advise you if, you know, we're not ready to start at least begin the process and then we can, you know, new year resolution, you know, we can, we can get you in and we can start working on you. And it's a, it's, you know, it's a, it's an investment in your life an investment in in everybody around you, the whole network. So, um, addiction, you know, has a big stigma out there but uh people have to remember that it's a disease just like diabetes just like cancer just like everything else and once you recognize that it is a disease then, then you'll be able to treat it
0: right on thank you very much dr pichardo and enjoy your vacation in europe have a good time dharma guy final words
1: yeah man i I'd, I'd say just uh uh Stop. You know, choose yourself. You know, uh, when yourself. Said Keep drinking. What do you mean? Stop. No, well, let me no. let me finish. Uh, no, call somebody. Then uh, you know, detox is, is important, right? right? Like you know, you can't just uh, quit cold turkey. like they do in the That's movies. Right. That's right. Um, but you do need to stop. You need to, do need to choose yourself, but do it the right way. Right. Reach out, get some help. There's plenty of people out there who are who are set up to help you. Uh, Doctor Machado is one of them. We are another one at Now More. Uh, that's eight three three now matters. That's eight three three now matters. We'll help you. We'll put you in touch with him. Whoever, just uh, you know, get help, man. For real. That's right. All right. Thank you very much, Dharma guy, Mister Shaw. Uh,
0: Don't be afraid. Up? Don't what? be afraid to ask for help, man. Hey, you not soft because you you ask. I'm just gonna keep it 100. Real men ask. There you go. And
1: uh, what's coming I- on after the show? It's Sideshow Monday, getting ready to show up and show out right here. All good entertainment, getting ready to throw it down on your Monday night for your Saturday afternoon, get down, get down with the (laughs) holiday seasons intact. You already know. That's right.
0: That's right. And uh, people, uh, just like uh, Dr. Nelson Pichardo said, again, uh, if you want a free consultation, that's right, a free consultation just to figure out uh, you know, what level of care, if any, is best for you, or if you can or cannot quit? 321 209 4040. That's 321 209 4040. Or go to com and schedule your appointment today and get some help. Take most major insurances and even Medicaid now. So Blue Cross, Blue Shield, United Healthcare, Medicaid, things like that. So, anyway, uh, from all of us here on the couch live, uh, tomorrow we'll be doing Dharma time. Right, uh, Dharma guy. Uh, somewhere around uh, eleven o'clock time, ten ten thirty yeah, Eastern, yeah. you know Eastern Standard Time. Uh, but for now, this is Couch Live. We are Dope and Dharma, and we're out of here. Adios, amigos. Time for a taco. Goodbye. <laughs>